When's the last time you guys played Yoshi's Island? <laughs> um, you know, I haven't made the yearly pilgrimage to Yoshi's, Yoshi's Island yet. You play it yearly, Chad? Well, you know, you got to respect the, the 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 culture, right? You got to right. You got to make your pilgrimage to Nintendo Mecca once yeah, a year. Yeah, and, and much like hey guys, this is this is we're on the tightrope of being racist, guys. No, go <laughs> this is a, this is a genuine love of Yoshi, and and much. No, I just no, I'm just joking around. But Chad, have, do you do you play Yoshi's Island yearly? Well, you know, I I, I even I can I mentally do. Uh, yeah, you just run, yeah. you run through the game in your mind. Yeah, yeah, you do all the jumps, and I I try to be reborn the same way that Baby Mario is. Mm, beautiful. This is like yeah. a Baby Mario theme. reborn in the game. Well, you know, he's a baby, right? Sure. Is Yoshi's Island canonically earlier than all the other Mario games? I don't know, but Dom, Dom, I feel like you might know. Yeah, you might know the lore. I I wouldn't say I am an expert on it because I don't care enough to read. (laughs) Well, actually, I do. I do read Wikipedia entries. But I would imagine that this, you know, this is the story of baby Mario and baby Luigi. The very first appearance of them, I would imagine that this is the very first story well, of Mario. I'll counter, Dom, that I would not put it past Bowser, comic, or some other <gasps> fucker from the world to have done some oh, sort Kamek. of black magic Kamek, yeah. Some okay, sort of- well, now it just got racist. Now it just got racist. <laughs> Use black magic when talking about Kamek. He, it's just magic, okay? I don't know why no, it's, it's, it's evil. It's evil, evil black magic. It's not evil because it's black. It just happens to be the color black and is evil. Yeah, the, but, the, it's, but it's rainbow, okay? And that's where you guys are using the wrong <laughs> tech out, but uh, Technically, uh, it's uh, rainbow. It's white magic then because it contains all of the colors. Hmm. Yeah, and plus rainbow magic is already rainbow road in the Mario universe. So like that's a different type of magic. That's a totally different isn't, kind of magic. Isn't black all of the colors? Black is none of the colors. Black is the, the absence of light. But if you're looking at I've had this argument with people online before. People do not agree with me on this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're mixing uh, all the paints that, on your arts that, and crafts, yes. that's black. Yeah, but that's but technically that's that can't be black because black is the absence of light and if it's the absence of light you wouldn't be able to see black because there's there'd be no light okay it's like mm. it's like poop shorts that's what color it is yes when you mix all the colors together. yes when you mix all the colors together you're making really 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 fucking dark purple or brown that is what you're making mm, when true. um you know you really opened up the door to transition right into what we're doing today oh but yeah. i am going to pump the brakes one more time and just say guys if you haven't played yoshi's <laughs> island in a minute it is a magical game that game is fantastic what it oh what? i i ran i ran a couple twitter polls recently uh-huh. one i said hey super mario world one or two two saw being that. yoshi's island one super mario world one yeah one mm-hmm. and uh understandable but only about less than 10 percent margin yeah and then i ran a second poll i said super mario world or super mario 3 mm-hmm and Super Mario World won by a ridiculous margin. And I, I, I got to say, folks, wake up. <laughs> Three has more power-ups. Three is a better game than World. And two is a better game than World. World is, in fact, the most boring Mario game. I'll say this. I'd leave it there. No, no, no. I'll say this. I got a counter-argument to that. World is where Nintendo started doing what Nintendo does now, which is giving people an accessible, easy experience mm. to beat. Giving them something that's easy to beat and then giving them post-game content that is all that is very difficult. Sure, there's there's 
there's a few things. I mean, Yoshi. You know, yes. we can't have Yoshi's Island without Yoshi. Of course. So that's another important thing. I think World has some really important things that it introduces, but I would say that you know both Mario Three and Yoshi's Island are you know World is like a step you know between uh, the two. three three and three and Yoshi's Island is like a jump. Okay, they they were such an improvement of a fresh experience you know. But this isn't the Yoshi's Island podcast. Sadly, <laughs> this is Goosebuds. <laughs> What about Vector Man? You guys like Vector Man? Oh, I hate Vector Man. I hate I it. I always wanted to play Vector Man. He looked cool as He's hell. So... Did you play through Vector Man 1 and 2, Chad? He, he looked so cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of us, these Genesis kids, we didn't get to go to the, these mushroom worlds. We had to play in the gritty. I think he was like a garbage man. I think that was Vector Man's. <laughs> I think he was a trash hero. Yeah. I think he was a vectorized JPEG. Yeah. I think he legitimately might have been some sort of garbage collecting robot that also could fire bullets. He's a hero of trash. Yes. He's he's a junk bot. Trash a, Jesus. Yeah. You know what? Comparable. Comparable to Miyamoto's uh, masterpieces. Yeah. To his plumber Jesus. <laughs> his plumber. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Dom, have you uh, um, just follow from last episode. Have you gotten any word back from Nintendo about, you know, casting? Oh, yeah. Um, no. Um, mm. Still waiting. Still waiting on an email back. Don't give them an inch, Dom. They're just trying to test you. They want you. Well, I think this, this was Camp Goosebuds. We talked about this, right? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Tease okay. of Camp Goosebuds. You're missing out. If yeah. you don't follow okay. We had, a, we had a really important discussion on Camp Goosebuds for those who aren't patreon supporters it's totally cool that you're not but this is what you're missing okay (laughs) and we had a really i would say probably the most intelligent conversation i've ever had about (laughs) how i should be the new voice of mario and that the current voice of mario is a french man and it's kind of insulting to my family yeah your italian american family and so they should give me a job um i they want i just show up and i i I say some mario stuff and then I, i go and you know well i just kind of read the room and i fill it with voices i just go i just go i just go you know chad he is producing an animation he's writing he's, yeah, he he's knows. show running he knows that's totally he how knows. we do it you have to walk My into Mario? the you have to walk into the booth you have to look at the eyes of the engineer and you and you suss from the engineer's gaze at your face what you need to say and oh, how yeah. you need to say it Oh, yeah. but your number one mistake that actors do is they come in and they go, where's the script? They go, get yeah, the no, fuck out. No. Get the fuck out of here. You are the script. We What, what, I, what Chad was writing was a bunch of really funny cartoon moments. Yes. We didn't write the voices. We didn't write the dialogue because that's not what cartoons Well, it was about. also just like pictures of my face to be like, that's what I'm going to be looking at you like <laughs> in the recording room. So just like if you want to read ahead of time, you can. But these are just the faces I'll be making and you need to interpret. That. I always wondered why when I gave you scripts to read, you always told me that it needed more of more drawings of my face in it. Yeah. Also, sometimes I just send you. I get it. I get it now. When you asked for notes and I sent you pictures of my face, I am so sorry. I didn't realize you weren't on the same page. Okay. Oh, I'm. Well, I'll get there. Just like Dom will get his job at Mar- at Mario HQ. <laughs> My Mario isn't ready. I don't have it down. But Tom, you gotta be ready to go instantly, dude. Have a little faith, Nintendo. Okay, <laughs> come on, Dom. I thought you said you'd find it in the booth. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I don't... If they would open the booth and let me inside, Dom. I don't. I, I, let to, this man in. Not to podcast coach you, you know, audio coach you, do, but I, I feel like. I feel like we don't want to get out that you're not ready to do the voice. I think there's a way to sell 
you'll find it in the room. But you need to start getting the PR out right now that you have not just one, but five different Mario voices you're excited to drop on them. <laughs> I know over 10 real Italians. Yeah. Wow. I could pull any one of their voices out of my back pocket and use that. Yeah, see, that's, that's what we wild. need that's what we need to get out to Nintendo. That they're not just getting one but many talented voices from you. You're going to get a world of Italy. You get yeah. not just one Italian, but possibly 10. Possibly 10. Be careful what you wish for. A whole a whole Olive Garden is what that's called. Dom, all you need to do is get them to let you in like a vampire into that room. <laughs> Oh, oh, like a vampire. You know, what's interesting. You were talking about the absence of light. Yeah. Black being the absence of a light. Black well, hole. You know, it's, well, we took a picture of that, so that that's not real. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Back that up a second. So, no, they, they. you can see the light around it. Wait, are we are we thinking the black hole is not real? No, the black hole is real. I'm just being. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure because that's an interesting theory. But there are, there's black holes. There's a lot of blackness out in space. Where there's also vampires. By Edward Packard. Oh, I get what we're doing. I get what we're doing. Yeah. More challenging choices advertised on the cover here. <laughs> we're making our way down to this book that we're going to read an adventure together in today. We did. We're going to do another adventure episode where I, again, will read the book, but it was voted on by our Patreon supporters, our patrons. We, what, what was in there, Chad? The Counterfeit Connection, which is some choose your own adventure book from a series that i uh yeah there's it's, a few titles thrown in there from uh that i believe were some of these books sent to you by a listener no these are just mine collected for paperback paradise oh nice uh, okay potentially uh, a couple of them were used this one was the sun is now my friend you fucks um <laughs> that's the paperback the, paradise title not the one that we chose to vote on because i'd be saying said if we didn't win that one yes yes uh, the counterfeit connection was would either of you boys like a coke uh-huh um, yep i remember that one and Maybe. then uh the time travel one which has some really neat art like it has some transition pages so that like it's like oh you're traveling through time look at this artwork is that a um, civil war secret agent that is civil war secret agent i haven't used that one and then the other one was something else There's, we, we the ones on the poll that i see are attack of the beastly babysitter that's a goosebumps one deep in the jungle of doom another goosebumps one this one space vampire aka the sun is now my friend you fucks uh revenge of the rainbow dragons which sounds cool as hell revenge yeah revenge that's of a, the rainbow dragons. that was a pretty that was kind of my my stealth favorite honestly it was a dark horse yeah for sure um i i, I kind of wanted to read counterfeit connection because i had a theory that you know just sometimes when you're looking at the cover you're like this is probably a christian book <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, I wish it was that one i don't know if it is a christian book i will not read it until i have to read it for this show so maybe one day we'll say there was a time where every book was a christian book dom because uh, huh. there was only one book well because we because christians had burned all the other books that weren't christian books. yeah we got we killed all the people and and burned all of their books that were not christian yes it was a bad time honestly i mean listen not to open up a can of worms yeah goosebumps if you wanted it to be, could be Christian books in that we haven't confirmed that Jesus isn't real, you know? Like, if they're Christian books, it's very subtly telling you that if you don't stay Christian, these horrors will happen to you. I think that is the way that they would be Christian books. Sure, yeah. that's probably the adjustment. Or you have all of the cliffhangers in the Goosebump books. The subtext that I think is already kind of in there is like, oh no, 
the 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 haunted the haunted house is gonna eat me, which would be terrible because then I go up to heaven and meet my savior. That's a, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, but like, wouldn't you want to like, be sacrificed know, to go see your savior? No, but they know they're like little you know teenage kids that just are jerking it all the time, so they know that Jesus will be disappointed, and that's the fear. It's oh, not if dying. You got eat, it, it's if you got eaten at the wrong time before you yeah, could atone for the jerking off. Yeah, totally. Gotcha. That's gotcha. the big fear of the Goosebump books, I think. No, you just say Hail Mary. That's what the Hail Mary is about. It's the quick prayer that you can say right before <laughs> yes, you die, saying yes, say it. is. It's like the last throw in the game. That's what they call uh, it. Oh, I totally get it now. All right, you guys want to you guys want to do this space vampire? Are you guys going to role play as Christian boys or? Yes, definitely. Christian Chris- space boys. Okay. Although the the fact that we're adventuring in space does go against our Christian values a little bit because God You're on a didn't... mission to find more God. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So okay. We're on a mission okay, to okay, find sure. God and high five him for being so great. Find God's home, high five him, maybe get his autograph. I love it. Yeah, I think I think that makes us Christian scientists. Did you guys bring your Bibles to get signed? Shit. Always. They're always with me. I have my pocket Bible, and don't worry, I brought a second one for you, Chad. I knew you would forget yours. Okay, thank you. It was either nice. that or a copy of Super Fudge. I don't know which one I'm going to have God sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so first page, page one of, of Space Vampire. I've got an <laughs> illustration here. I've got an illustration of a kid in uh, okay. looks like beachwear sitting cool. on a faux beach. It seems to be kind of a holodeck room. That's fun. With a little window in the background to see a bunch of planets. Cool. Basking under the imitation sun listening to tapes of surf on a hawaiian beach you think about all you've been through lately training in the asteroid belt then the salome race around saturn weaving through its high velocity rings and finally surviving with no equipment nothing but a light gravity spacesuit during a three-week trials on jupiter's largest moon Wow. Four years at the Space Academy and you've made it. You'll graduate tomorrow and you did well on the quantum mechanics exam. You'll be at the top of your class. After centuries of strife, the planets of the solar system united and formed a space force. <laughs> Isn't that what... Cool. Isn't that what the real one is called? The Trump one? It's gonna be when we yeah, when we make that awesome space force. Yeah. 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 What is the Super Solange? Ch- what is the Solange Knowles race that we did at the beginning? Salome? Yeah. <laughs> what is Salome? Oh, I think I see. Uh, um, yeah, a Salome race around Saturn, weaving through its high velocity rings. What the hell is this? Sal- that's so. Wait, isn't that when you're like skiing, like you're through the Salomes? Salomes? Oh, uh, it's like a slot. It's like a, a slalom. Shalom. It's called Shalom. Shalom. We wouldn't know that. We're cri- we're Christian boys. We don't. Yeah, know that. that's <laughs> why that word is so weird to us. Us. Got it. Anyway, anyway, uh, they formed a space force to protect themselves against alien intruders. Although Earth is still the most important planet, yes, uh, <laughs> the Academy is stationed in a high orbit orbit around Mars, delicately balanced so as to be able to blast off with almost no drag in the event of an attack. This is a hard sci-fi novel. This is great. It's just real hard. I mean, it, it, it did a gratuitous holodeck scene for no reason. Just 
just like just to set it up. We're just chilling here. Yeah. It's been known for millennia that the Canopians have been preparing for war. Oh no. They will be satisfied with nothing less than the conquest of the United Planets. I thought it was called Space Force. I thought it was too. Um, also, I already <laughs> figured out what the story is. They're hiring a space vampire as an assassin. This is fucked up. Wait, okay, yeah. You wait, you think the the sorry, the Canopians? <laughs> The Canopians. I, I got to finish this page. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So far, they have not dared to attack. It will be your job to help make sure they never do. Cool. You step out of the simulator and head back to your room on the inner ring of the giant space station that houses the Academy. This is great. I did not expect it to be this fleshed out. No, I thought we were just going to be like kids on a, a shuttle. And that was yeah, it. I thought it was just going to be some space bullshit. Yeah. You've hardly walked in the door when a beeper sounds from the black box mounted on your small titanium desk. Mm. You grab a communicator and answer with your code name. Oh, spray here. Cool. Code 11, director's office, Wilco. You click out and hurry out the door. What's going on? Code 11 means drop everything. You're needed at once by the director of the academy. Mm. That would be odd under any circumstance why now just when you're about to board the shuttle for earth you hurtle through a gravity chute and jog along the ring corridor security waves you through without even asking for hologram display this must be urgent a sliding panel opens and you enter the director's outer office. The panel closes behind you. You're alone in a large room lighted by the incandescent surface of the ceiling. You stand still as electronic waves scan your body for weapons. Even your brain waves are being measured. If they showed a <laughs> suspicious pattern, you would be hustled away within wow. seconds. Wait, this ship is giving us. Is this like some sort of door. thought crime bullshit? <laughs> yeah, Dude, that was, you're right. It was a fucking thought crime. It was a pre crime. Uh, th but this does not happen. Happen. Instead, a wall swings open and you pass into the cheerful, warmly furnished study of the director. Mm. This is your first close-up look at Jason Neff, a gray-haired man <laughs> with a finely trimmed beard and blue eyes. He taps a wooden pipe in an ashtray and walks around the desk to shake your hand. Wow. Sit down, Ospreay. I'm glad you could get here so quickly. <laughs> Neff points his finger at you as if he's about to accuse you of something. Then a smile breaks out on his face. I'm happy to tell you that you're the first in the graduating class. You've been given an elite rating. Cool. Yeah. Wow, thank you, is all you can blurt out. Suddenly, the smile vanishes from Neff's face. But remember, <laughs> you'll be expected to live up to your elite rating every day dude why that's just why this is why you underperform mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah keep your head down set expectations low yeah can i just say by the way that i like that our number one elite name is just osprey which is like i'm pretty sure like a barely a bird predator i don't I no didn't... i think they're good i think they're tough Are i think they? they're a tough I think they're cool okay. yeah they're a good bird his voice is stern. We have a problem and we need to get the best young officer we can get. We thought our defenses were secure, but the United Planets are in grave danger. What's the problem, sir? Is it the Canopians? <laughs> Though his study is soundproofed, the director glances around as if he might have been overheard. Have you ever heard of space vampires? <laughs> 
<laughs> Here it is. Not, I thought they were gonna save it. Holy I, shit! I thought there was gonna be like a side name for him called like you know like Solar Suckers or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> Solar Sir, are you serious? I thought they were only a legend. Neff shakes his head. No, the galaxy gulpers are real. <laughs> <laughs> if only they were legendary. The reason vampires are rare on Earth is that they must be in their coffins by daybreak, or they die. That is a considerable convenience to them. Can I pause it for one second? Sure. Isn't daybreak all the time in space? Unless you're behind a planet. Yeah. 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 Well, this Fucking is like idiot. this is gonna be some thirty yep. days of night stuff where it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're on the oh. dark side of the moon and they can come out whenever they want. If you hijack a ship and you put it in in orbit around a planet so that it's always behind the planet, brilliant, Chad. Um, uh, here's a better idea. Here's a better idea. Make a cave city. Cave City for the vampires. Put a neon sign outside that says "Free Sex." Boom! You'd be doing good. You're gonna be doing good. Can I? Can I just address real quick that uh, our commander has been like, by the way, like it's not just space vampires. Like, oh, there's vampires on Earth. Like, vampires are real. That's a that in itself is different than space vampires. Like, that's yes. Unless he he just knew that. Well, regular vampires have sex caves down on Earth, and we know about those, but we don't know if space vampires do free sex caves. Which are probably more in asteroids, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, there'd be a sex asteroid, maybe, yeah. I think we're going to find out. The director removes his spectacles and rubs his eyes before replying, No, in all other respects, vampires are almost superhuman. They're tremendously strong and clever and almost indestructible. Oh. Their only weakness is that they cannot survive bright sunshine. Oh, it's got to be bright. <laughs> what What about outer space beyond Earth's orbit where the sun is not so bright? The director nods. That's the problem exactly. <laughs> He motions toward a large star chart mounted on the wall. Here it is. Outside of the orbit of Earth, vampires are almost invulnerable. (laughs) And we've recently (laughs) learned that a vampire from a distant planet is at large in the solar system. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Last week, he got aboard the transport ship Petya, which is en route from Callisto to Earth. He's been killing the passengers at a rapid rate. (laughs) At least one every night. Wow! He's hungry as fuck. So they all know this, so they're sending out there's a ship that's sending out messages every night going, we we lost another one. Someone died. He got another one. (laughs) Someone died. Neff leans closer. His face pales as he adds, we think this vampire was sent to the solar system to sample human blood. It's evident he likes it. If we don't capture him before he returns to his own planet, we may face a massive invasion of vampires. Hmm. You start to speak, but the director silences you with his outstretched hand. We're sending our new X2 probe craft to deal with this threat. Space launch tomorrow at 700. I'm offering you a berth on this mission. I can't tell you more about it now. You'll be briefed on board the X2. You lean against Neff's antique desk, too stunned to reply. <laughs> so, like, here's a question. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got questions too. Go ahead, Paul. They just decided to send a child to take out the vampire just because he's their best child. Are we maybe? He's a great child. Are we maybe bait? Are I we, think. Hold we're on. Bait. Well, oh. why, don't, why, why don't you guys make a decision? Oh, what's the decision? Will you accept this assignment? <clears throat> asks. He asks. 
Mm-hmm. If not, you'll be assigned on the mission to Bernard Star to see whether its main planet is suitable for colonization. That sounds great. Now that's interesting. <laughs> if you go on the mission to deal with the space vampire, turn to page 31. If you go on to the mission to the to Bernard Star, go to page 9. They've really tried to make that sound boring. Here's the but thing. It's not. Yeah. Like it if this great. was an RL book, this is not an RL book. Again, we got to clarify this yeah, is Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. So if this is a goosebump, choose give yourself goosebump. We clearly need to go fight the vampire, or he's going to make us feel dumb, or we'll like have a boring mm-hmm. life. I, it, in terms of our characters, our God fearing mm-hmm. scientific explorers, God could live on Bernard, Bernard's planet. We might be we able could to get colonize and spread God's love on Bernard's star. But counterpoint, Paul vampires vampire enemy of god even though it's a even though it's from another planet you know what chad i think normally you and me when we're teamed up are we love to go counter what the book wants us to do tonight let's kill a vampire let's fight for god let's fight for space god let's fight for god dom on your way to board the x2 the next morning you stop by the kitchen for an early breakfast maurice the head cook hands you a packet of garlic cloves the meals on the space mission are not as good as as those you've had right here at the Academy. He says, add some of this garlic to your food whenever you want to improve its taste. Come on, Maurice. You know better than that. You pocket the garlic and thank Maurice. Two hours later, the X-2 blasts off. You're on board along with Captain Rick Field, Serena Fine Navigator, and Jack Smythe Communicator. As soon as the ship is clear of the asteroid belt, Captain Field assembles the crew for a briefing. Field looks closely at each of you. We're facing a an enemy that is far more dangerous than common aliens. <laughs> common aliens. <laughs> yeah. Some of our top scientists have been working for years trying to figure out the best method for capturing a space vampire. We have special Curlian centers. Kyrilian? Kyrilian? That's just stolen from Star Wars. It's some (laughs) space name. Curlian sensors aboard that can detect his presence, but that alone is not enough. We must work as a team and red alert. The computer's voice sounds throughout (laughs) the ship. Already? Canopying attack craft closing at 04... Of 04655. Field looks at you. Uh, if you want to take command of this starship, you'll have to convince me that you know what to do. You're on the spot. You feel the pressure, but that's a space force away. If you say let's fight, go to page 12. If you say let's see if we can outrun them, go to page 20. Oh man, I, Chad, I kind of made the decision last time, so I'm going to let well, you decide. No, no, we're, I know in what agree- I we're in agreement. I'm just trying to figure out, like, it's not its not necessarily the ship that has the vampire on it. It's just another enemy alien ship. Yeah, and I... As a kid, I would have wanted to fight the ship. I mean, they could be they could be nine eleven nine elevening you with a vampire. What are they nine eleven ship? They're gonna hit you with this ship, and a vampire is gonna come aboard. <laughs> oh god! Oh, oh, a pirate like a breach. They're gonna do a pirate uh, breach. They're gonna ram saying. us with their bow. Yeah. Or whatever. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think we run. I don't know, Chad. I think we run, you, but I defer to the other part of my brain. Okay, uh, well, let's run. Let's run. Let's yeah. get the fuck out of You're here. You're going to see if you can outrun them. Again, they're putting this all on a child. I know we're their best child, but I here, think... Here's my again, thought. We need to make sure the vampire doesn't get more blood to, I guess... It's not that we're saving other lives. It's that we just want to make sure they don't get back home to tell other aliens about our blood i guess that's like what we're doing yeah it's tasty Mm. christian blood tasty christian blood we need to stop that that's more important we can't have side skirmishes with with little buzz buzz bean kids i don't even know what that means we we can't let 
that vampire tastes the sweetness of our blood that has God's love in it. So let's run. Wise decision, Ospreay. We have more important. We have a more important mission. The captain says, "Hyperstations." You move to the braces. Almost instantly, you black out as the X2 shifts into hyper mode. When you come to, you're cruising at negative acceleration, closing in on the Petia. As you approach the hapless transport, the captain assembles the crew in the control room. He flicks a switch on the small control panel on the side of the conference table. The room darkens, and on the four-foot square screen, an image of class of a Class C tr- space transport appears. Ooh. Then you hear the recently recorded message. This is the Petya, now en route to Earth from base 10. Passengers and crew have been dying, always at night. <laughs> Their shriveled up bodies are found in the morning. Empties of blood. Help! With an exclamation point. It was so calm as they just detailed. Yeah. (laughs) Security has gotten so lax on this ship ever since someone opened up that free sex closet in the middle of the ship. Lunch will be a fruit salad, and also we lost another one. Please excuse this abbreviated message. I'm going to get my free sex. Um, (laughs) The image disappears from screen, and the captain flicks on the light. Maybe we should just fire a laser that the Petia Jack suggests and blow idea. up the few surviving passengers. Idea. Field returns, his eyebrows raise. Surely someone has a better idea than that. He looks directly at you. Oh my God. I well, kind of thought we should take the ship out. Chad, I'm with you. If you suggest boarding the Petya while it's still in space, go to page 37. If you suggest waiting until the Petya lands on Earth, go to page 16. What the hell? Why is that the other option? Yeah, why did you fly out to get to it? <laughs> I I know I know we can't let it get to Earth. I'm just so curious what that option leads to. But uh I mean we he's stronger here. The vampire is stronger here, so it would be oh, smart. Oh, that's interesting. We need to take away his home field advantage. We okay. gotta take him back to Earth where God is strongest. Am I crazy in God is because he's in the center of the earth. That's why God's <laughs> yes, strong. This is God that's where God's original home was. God's yeah. original home that's where is. His heart is it's like as guard for thor um here's my th- here's my thought process that, that's a great idea though what if you land the ship and it's daytime and then you just go in with pot and pots and pans banging them in every room waking <laughs> up whoever's in there he's gonna run out and be like ah leave me alone and then he's it's gonna not the up. worst idea uh-huh i don't here, here's the thing i'm not trying to meta i feel like either the plot is dumb or the director doesn't know something like he, how much more blood does he need right because it was like, we, am I mm, wrong? Didn't mm-hmm. he say the mission was we can't let the vampire leave and get back to his planet? With the taste for human blood. And like, he's already eaten several persons. So he should have it already. If he's going to Earth, there's another motive he has. And maybe we can learn it. I think we should follow him to Earth. Let's follow him to Earth. Let's follow him to Earth. All right. I hope this turns into like it cuts to I am legend three years later. <laughs> yeah, we fucked up. I like that idea. The captain says, though it's somewhat dangerous if the space vampire ever gets loose on Earth, he could kill thousands of people before he's caught. <laughs> he likes the idea, but it's got that great danger. During the next few days, the X2 tracks Petya as it journeys toward Earth. You and your crewmates 
Watch with fascination as the ill-fated transport sets down at Lockmore Space Base near Joplin, Missouri. Um, <laughs> who landed in Missouri? That vampire doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> oh my God, Elvis! Elvis vampire somehow. Minutes afterward, the X two lands nearby. No radio contact has been made with the Petya for several days, yet it made a precision landing. Mm. Someone is on board, and there is little doubt it's the vampire. By the time you step out of the X-2 Space Force troops under Commander Richard Freyberg, did they give him the same name? Richard Field? Oh, Rick Field. These guys are all red shirts to me, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, definitely. They can all go. They can all die. Commander Richard Freyberg have already surrounded the Petya. Freyberg's plan is simple. Search and assault. (laughs) We got to turn to page. Not open up some windows on it. Not like crack it open with a. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Not let a little light into there. Get the like, you know, freshen the air up or anything. Get a caterpillar and just like start cracking it open like a tin can (laughs) and let the sun pour in. I like that you used the brand name for that. Good job. Oh, thank you. Of course. Yeah. Hey, when you're serious you know what you want at high noon freyberg gives the order to board the ship you and the other members of the x2 crew join the assault team in your hand is the m33 sensor with you is jack Smythe holding a force field generator ffg in uh-huh. his hand the hatch shuts behind you your team spreads out through the ship searching for the control rooms sleeping quarters storage banks propulsion rooms commissary and workout room you and jack wall pass the refrigerator unit the lighting is poor there's no noise anywhere it's like being in a ghost ship jack looks nervously at your sensor you're sure that thing works you nod How about yours? You gesture toward his FFG. Jack's finger is on the trigger. You bet. The two of you continue on, walking through the food storage units, past shelves stacked with enough concentrates for a three-year trip around space. Turn to page 56. Real quick. So we didn't, like, no one's got a gun. No, you only have face forward force field generators and a scanner listen this is a children's led mission okay we're not gonna have guns i thought they would give us some star trek phasers like i thought they'd do some i mean i guess the force field generator is a more defensive version of that but i guess you you force field them and then you just hold their force field in place and a vampire detector is what we got we got some sort of alien movement tracker okay oh that's cool that's fun that's what i assume it is the sun is setting Five hours have passed and no sign of the vampire has been found. According to plan, everyone meets in the main saloon at 1,700 hours. Commander Freyberg is waiting there when you arrive. He looks nervous and tired. Well, he begins when all but a couple stragglers have assembled. We know the vampire's aboard. We're just going to have to search harder. (laughs) I think we we should suspend the search until tomorrow, Captain Field says. Our crew is tired and it would be safer to wait until morning. Freyberg scowls. I'm not sure we should. What do, what do you say, Ospreay? I love that they keep referring to us. <laughs> if you recommend continuing the search through the night, go to 50. If you recommend waiting until morning, go to 66. See, Chad, yeah. I think we've played it safe long enough. If we, oh. if we wait, he, he's going to come out at night and bite us all, right? Yeah, I guess I, it, it, here's, here's I was already thinking in my mind, like if I was in this situation, what I would think would be the actual thing to do next. And if uh-huh. we can't blow up the ship for some reason, if all survivors have been considered dead, right? 
Right. Uh, why, why was that option taken off the table in the first place? Uh, I, I don't know. No, I really don't know. We, like, There's clearly no one aboard the ship anymore. If we, this if fucking we, Cracker Jack detail, man. If we can't blow it up, right? At this point, I would be uh-huh. like, let's get this thing surrounded by uh, heat lamps or whatever, uh, fluorescent lights. Get this thing mm-hmm. quarantined. It's just gonna. It's gonna be like hell yeah, hell yeah. It's gonna be like Shield when they surrounded Thor's hammer in the first Thor movie. Remember that? It's gonna be like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Lights everywhere, and we all just wait outside with guns, and then we'll wait till the morning. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think it's gonna be like let's go back to our bunks and we'll just wait till tomorrow, and let him slip out in the middle of the night and kill like us. Yeah, we should probably keep hunting for him. Also, kind of weird we haven't found any bodies. True. Very true. Yeah. Let's hunt his ass, dude. You know he's going to try and suck us dry if we don't. Yeah. You're going to 50. All right. Let's continue the search, you say. We've got to find that vampire. All right, Captain Field says. Since you feel so strongly, you can come with the team searching into the main propulsion room. I think that's where the action will be. It's always possible the vampire has changed his hiding place while we've been meeting, Jack says. Mm. Indeed it is, Field agrees. But we'll find him. Together with Captain Field and Jim Enright, is a new guy, a skinny, uh, (laughs) a skinny (laughs) tow-headed. A skinny. A skinny, you know, one of those guys. (laughs) I was like, uh... Together with Captain Field and Jim Engray, a skinny, tow-headed corporal carrying an extra high-powered sensor, you feel your way along the narrow corridor leading back to the main propulsion room. Step-by-step, you move, pausing whenever you approach an alcove or corner so that Enright can sweep back and forth with his sensor. You smell something. Smoke! Field sniffs the air and coughs. Enright looks around nervously. There must be a fire somewhere. Fire, fire! His voice is drowned out by the alarm speaker. Suddenly, the smoke is much thicker. For the moment, you forget about the real vampire as you all rush toward the salon. Keep low, Enright says. It's not bad near the deck. You make it safely to the salon. The smoke there is not as thick, but it's getting worse. Other teams are straggling back from all parts of the ship. One man has passed out and is being carried by others. <laughs> Report, Freyberg shouts. He coughs repeatedly. Where's the fire? Has anyone seen the flames? No, it's just smoke, but it seems to be everywhere, someone shouts, and it's getting bad. <laughs> we can't hold out to the, in this, Freyberg shouts hoarsely. Blast open the main hatch. Oh, they're going to let him out. He's gonna, Oh, this is a trick. It's a fucking vampire trick. I thought the vampire is maybe in a vapor form. <laughs> He just was. He's the entire cloud. He's of smoke. the smoke. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's <laughs> misting. Yeah, that was a t- you, you only mist can pass or whatever that is from uh, Symphony of the Night. Yeah, remember that? Oh shit, that's what he's doing. He can turn Dude, he's he's making us breathe him right now. That sick fuck. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> he's it's inside of all perverted. of us. That's perverted. Um, three FFGs are trained on the hatch. In a surge of energy, it flies open, and you and the others gratefully stumble out into the fresh, clean air. It's not quite midnight. The moon has just risen over the trees. A whole platoon of guards moves toward you. Everyone seems confused. Did you get the vampire? What's all that smoke? Someone shouts. Commander Freyberg is sitting on the steps leading up to Petya's hatch. He's holding his head in his hands as if there were nothing more to be done. Shouldn't we try to put out the fire, you ask? Freyberg looks at you blankly. There is no fire. It was a smoke bomb. The vampire forced us... (laughs) To open the hatch, and when we ran out, so did he. What? What? How can you be sure? You asked. The vampire has thirteen-year-old 
uh, trick tactics. That's what he does. Yeah, dude. We were never planning on a, a vampire to use a smoke bomb, would you? No, I, he, no, he, no. I didn't no. know he uses CS:GO money to like buy a smoke bomb before. <laughs> yeah. So how can you be so sure? You ask. Freyberg motions toward a clump of tall grass near the landing pad. You gasp as you recognize Enright's shriveled bo- body, oh, blood trickling from fuck. his neck. The space vampire is loose on Earth and has already claimed his first victim. Freyberg says, "Who can tell what terror he will bring?" Oh, the that's end. cool. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. The end. And this is what you get. When you let a 12-year-old lead your fucking vampire hunt. Was that it? Yeah, that was really stupid. That was the end? That was bad of them. Yeah, that was the end. We can't like go out and hunt him? No, he already had his first taste of but, blood. No, what but, are you going to do? But he already had he's several been... tastes of blood. Yeah, he's been eating blood for months. <laughs> Look, if I know anything about our troops is that they give up. As soon as the first really? one dies. <laughs> oh, we lost one of our guys. I don't know why everybody supports the troops. That, did you know that's why the Civil War went on for so long? Because every time a guy would die on one side, the other side thought they won, and the other <laughs> side gave up. Yeah, everyone would give up for a couple days. And they'd give up, and they'd be like, we won! And then they would look over, and there would be one of their dead guys, and they'd give up. Yeah. And then they just kept seeing dead guys, and they just keep, kept giving up, and it was just a constant surrender. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys this option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go back and board the Petya? Yeah. Oh, in space? All right. Sure. Yeah, we have to. We have to hunt this Yeah, was there, was there... I'm just curious. Before we board the Petya, I'm just curious, uh, just to backtrack, now that we need to go through it, like, was there any other choices we could have made when we let it go on Earth, or was it just, you're fucked? As soon we as... Could, we could have... No, we could have gone... We could have let it sit for the night, but I feel like it would have gotten out anyway. Yeah, we? I feel like at that point, it would have yeah, definitely he, gotten out. He, he's got dirty freaking tricks that he bought at 7-Eleven with that smoke <laughs> yeah. bomb. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he used a 7-Eleven vape. Um, yeah, let's go back and board the Petia. Let's board the Petia in mid-space, you say. I agree, Field replies, but to capture the vampire, we must outwit him. <laughs> One of us must volunteer to pose as his victim. Vampires what? are only vulnerable right before they attack. At the moment when their bloodlust reaches such an intensity that their powers of reasoning leave them. <laughs> so they get so blood horny that they lose all logic. Ah, uh, okay, so someone needs to go out there and just start, like, flashing your bare butt to a vampire. Yeah, giving him, like, a, showing him a little neck. Show him a little neck, yeah. When, once again, Field's eyes are on you, and so are those of the others. You realize you've been given a challenge. The future of the United Planets may depend on your reply. If you volunteer to pose as the vampire's victim, turn to page 10. If you decide not to volunteer, turn to page 28. I like how they're always looking for you on decisions, and then they were also like, "Also, could you be the bait? Could you could you just go potentially die so that you can never give?" Us I any feel other like decision? humanity has really fallen apart with this United Planets thing. Like, I think it's gotten to its worst apex. It's using patriotism to trick us into yeah, becoming vampires. This is some Ender's Game kind of bullshit. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if? What if? What if you guys get to dress up like a sexy lady vampire? I think we. You, oh, we're gonna Bugs Bunny it. Where we where you put on a yeah okay you you put on lipstick and yeah like a and a wig yes we need to oh. Dom you nailed it we gotta oh, go do Dracula it. <laughs> okay sure we'll be the bait we'll be the we'll be the sexy All vampire right. bait 
I'll volunteer, but only if I can wear no clothes. <laughs> uh, I'll volunteer. You can hardly believe what you're saying. It's one of uh, it's one thing to volunteer for a dangerous mission that's expected of a space force f- officer, but to agree to be the bait for a space vampire, you've got to be crazy. If you succeed, however, you'll be a hero. You'll be well on your way to commanding your own starship. Captain Field lays a hand on your shoulder osprey you've taken on a tough assignment <laughs> got old all the yeah but i'm confident you'll succeed <laughs> he steps back and dumb. looks thoughtfully at you and your crewmates dumb i love this because what he it's not that you forgot his voice this is an alternate reality i think i think the, yes. the weight of that decision to sacrifice a aged, child aged him aged him aged yeah. his ass yes, yes here's a, my plan Ospreay will pretend to be sleeping <laughs> <laughs> this is such a good plan uh Ospreay will be pretend will pretend to be sleeping jack serena and i will be hidden behind the computer bags on the port side of the bunk room cool. okay the captain pauses to take a deep breath uh i have to fix my headphones because that's hurting my are, head. are we um, are, can i just say real quick are we prepared for the possibility that any of this crew are already vampires i did not think about that chad that's scary this just feels like you just go down and lay down there we'll all be over here don't worry about it that's a terrifying thought chad. yeah sorry i didn't mean to interrupt the the story I just it's popping in my head over and over terrifying terrifying thought the captain pauses to take a deep breath when the vampire is about to strike will immobilize him in a force field and tie him up with a illyrium wire illyrium is the only material strong enough to withstand the superhuman power of a vampire Uh can't we just shoot him smythe asks a troubled look comes on the captain's face wouldn't that be easy he says but the liberals banned guns (laughs) (laughs) But if you've studied uh, vampires, you know they would—they are very nearly immortal. Sometimes a vampire seems to be dead, but the spark of his supernatural life remains and soon restores the broken body. What? The only way to kill a vampire is to, to expose him to the direct light of the sun, no less bright than the one that shines on Earth. For a while, no one speaks. Wow. Questions? What should I do when the vampire comes toward me, you ask? (laughs) (laughs) The captain bites his lower lip before replying, sexify his ass. (laughs) Uh, uh, Before replying, simply lie there and wait. When the vampire gets near you, almost on top of you, he will be overcome with lust. That's the dumbest. This is the dumbest idea. Then we shall seize him. Okay, hold on. This book's starting to feel like I don't know anything about this author. This is feeling like some sort of strange stealth erotic fantasy thing. I don't. I don't know about. I mean, what do we expect? It's vampires, though. I get. It's almost midnight. (laughs) You and the rest of the X two team boarded the Petia a few hours earlier. You're in a low narrow bunk with a thin blanket over you you're pretending to sleep but you've never been more wide awake in your life yeah your bunk feels like a coffin you lie there sweating wondering why you volunteered to be the bait how can you be sure captain field and the others will get the vampire before he gets you suddenly you feel a presence 
in the room. You hear a footfall, then another. The vampire is moving closer. You long to scream, to leap out of your bunk and run, to lash out against him. Anything but what you must do, which is to lie completely still, pretending to sleep, until the vampire arrives at the point of vulnerability, the moment when the bloodlust overwhelms him. Even with your eyes closed, you can feel the darkness about no, you as no. his huge form hovers closer. God, he's so hot. And then... It's so bloodhorny. And then you hear a gasp, a sound of frenzied anticipation as he lunges. Oh, your, sick. Your body goes rigid, a force field has arrested <gasps> all motion. The vampire hovers over you, struggling, we got clawing him. the air like an insect trapped in a spider's web. <laughs> he shatters the air with a scream, but he cannot move. Captain Field definitely wraps Illyrium wire around the vampire's legs and arms. <laughs> We're tying up the vampire. Us, Ray, take the first watch, the captain Wh- says. What? We're just and immediately the just... To, tries to break loose. <laughs> we just did the most dangerous job here <laughs> i know now he's giving you another dangerous job of <laughs> keeping watch well i'll take a nap we that was a lot um if the vampire tries to break loose fire the stun gun at him it will shake him there it is enough Chad. to prevent him sure. from breaking out of the illy illy Ram bonds I have to turn the page. There was an illustration on that page of a vampire creeping up on you while you're sleeping. Ooh. Was it scary? Yeah, it was fucking scary. Well, how scary? What on, on a scale? Scary scale? It's... Scale? It's a six. Wow. Okay. Pretty scary. Pretty scary. How young? How old did we seem in the picture? Yeah. What did we look like? Like a 12-year-old, maybe? You're looking a good 14. Oh. Okay. 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 Not as inappropriate. <laughs> no, that's that's way better than he's 14. Trust by Illyrum wires. The vampire stands helplessly before you. His face seems even whiter than before. His huge black eyes, black as coals, are so penetrating that they could paralyze anyone who dared to stare at him. But his eyes are closed as he stands waiting for his death. Yeah. The Petia is streaking toward the sun. In a few hours, the ship will be outside of Earth's orbit. Then the vampire will be led to the forward control room. The sun filters will be raised and the full force of daylight will bring his almost immortal life to an end. Only then can he be safely buried in space. For until a vampire is killed by bright Buried? sunlight, okay. yeah, I don't know. Uh, for until a vampire is killed by bright sunlight, there is always a chance the atoms in his body will re- reassemble. That's oh, okay. and he will live again to terrorize the world. To have captured and truly killed a vampire is a great feat for which you and the rest of you, the crew, will be richly rewarded. And yet, as you stand looking at this odious creature you can't help but feel a tinge of pity and of course you're curious about him you read about vampires during your years at the academy (laughs) but most experts hold that vampires do not really exist how wrong they are now that one is actually standing before you you want very much to ask him a question no we're not an idiot don't do it yet you know that vampires have very strong personalities they can be hypnotic it could be dangerous talking to a space vampire even when he's bound in illyrium chains (laughs) do you talk to the vampire turn to page 62 if you avoid talking to him hold on let me just let me just throw this out there paul check your phone turn to page 53 no chat if 
if you're not, the only option I will accept is an option to go pray and think about God. That is the only option. I okay. Accept. I mean, it's funny you said that. I think there's potential here to save this vampire's soul. No, that's what he wants you to do. Chad, he's trying to lure you in. He's glamoring you. But what if we read him you're being from, glamored. The good, from the good book? That's right. Chad, don't. What Chad, if we read from him? Don't do it. Super yeah, not proselytizing. Just, we'll read you, him super fudge. You could, you could Christian talk at him. I, wow, there's a great page I stumbled on. A fucking you and the vampire strapped into chairs. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, okay. Chad I can't look there. Chad, I will ultimately let you make the decision, but my choice is to leave and go pray. Wait, what is the option to to not? Is it to leave? Because I don't think we should leave him. To, to, no, 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 no. Just to talk talk to him or not talk. To here's him. here's the other reason to possibly talk to him. I feel like these the vampire the space vampire represents a foreign threat that we don't understand right we you're 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 being very very star trek about this right now and i appreciate that yeah we must understand at least what their motives or intention are why they came aboard this ship maybe just throwing it out there maybe this is some goddamn uh you know twist where like we made a vampire and he's not a space you know what i mean like maybe this is a, a poor subject that just wanted to be free. You're being a very, you're being very Federation right now, but I am going to be very Klingon and say that he is a Patak and I will not talk to him. Hmm. I would respect that. And as long as we're observing him, I'm fine to observe him. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So we're just going to not talk we're to him. We're going to not no, talk to him. Okay. It would be too dangerous to talk to the vampire. You decide you take care to avoid even looking at him, lest you fall under his spell. A couple hours later, the captain arrives with Jack and Serena. You help carry the odious creature to the control room. He neither struggles nor complains. His spirit seems broken. Jesus. The captain is anxious to cool. complete the deed quickly. Perhaps he's afraid of being brought under the vampire spell. He presses a button that releases the filters. The full light of the sun floods the compartment. You blink and squint at the dazzling light, but the effect on the vampire is far more grave. Like some great animal felled by a spear or harpoon, he lets forth a piteous moan, and then, while you watch in horror, he shrivels into sheer nothing with Yes! We've defeated the vampire, the captain says softly. Oops, Praise oops. the Lord. That's not softly. Uh, you and the others only nod, for none of you feels like cheering or clapping. You've done what you've had to do. You'll earn your medals and the thanks of all on earth. But as if you Chad had killed right. a dangerous tiger or a magnificent <gasps> snake, Chad was right. there is something sad about what you've done. Is that it? Chad, you were right. Is that it? Chad, you were right. Is that it? That's the end. So I love that, Chad, you were right. He was a beautiful creature that we should have studied. Okay. All right. So that book just gave us a full victory. I mean, not a moral victory. Uh, full victory. There was no like. Right. I feel like these are the victories we end on where it's just like, ho-hum. Yeah, what's mm -hmm. for breakfast? But I mean, I feel like the RL version would have been like, but you still sense that maybe you are now craving. Like somehow like we were vampires. Like you, right. You, yeah, we you got crave a little blood, sure. or maybe you'll eat the captain next, or what? Some sort of bullshit thing. Uh, yeah. Huh. This gave us a beautiful sci-fi ending. This gave us like a morally like gray ending where we felt like maybe we screwed up. I love that. Yeah, I actually thought that was pretty. So cool. just just to follow this through, we did kind of all of the smart, reasonable choices, and mm -hmm. we and we killed him. 
Like that was, and that was it. Like, like there wasn't one where we. But but I love I love that it's like. Are you a fascist though? Maybe. Are maybe I mean you know Space Force that is that the, is the name of. Trump's I thought the vampire was going to be like. I just wanted to read. Like that's all he was going to do. <laughs> Chad, you were right. Chad. Ch- hashtag Chad was right. Thank you. Uh, hashtag Chad was right. Hashtag I stand with Chad. Thank you. Uh, I, hashtag Chad did nothing wrong. I was always, I did nothing hashtag wrong. Hashtag vamp for Chad. Okay. Okay, guys. Listen, I don't feel like a hero just because I didn't want to kill a beautiful creature. I, I'll i be a little honest. I'm, hashtag Chad left God for vampires. Mm, yeah, I think God could have saved him. God could have saved him. Uh, here's my here's my disappointment. Yes. I maybe it's in the book somewhere. I, from the very first page, was convinced that at some point in the adventure, we would be chased by the vampire, you know, like, oh, we're mm. we're we're out of orbit from any nearby sun. Uh, but we'll use the holodeck to create a sunny day and kill him. That's what I was like convinced on how we were gonna take him out. Mm. You learn him in the holodeck and you go. Computer, activate beach mode. Right. And then but somehow they the foreshadowed it. Yeah. yeah, they foreshadowed it. Yeah. I mean, maybe that is a way. Maybe, yeah, like you said, maybe it's in the book. Maybe Who it's knows? in the Chad, I think that this was a good one. I think this was an easy mode, though. I think R.L. Stein is the harder uh, choose-your-own-adventure writer. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of fucked with us. Should we save a second go or a third go at this to study the vampire in, on Camp Goosebuds or something? Huh. We could do that. Yeah, we could come back to this. I mean, it's 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 just a little sad, you know. I would be interested to see if we can give if we can help the vampire find Jesus. Yeah, and if not, we could good. just make up our own story where we save a vampire. <laughs> we could didn't just... even use the garlic. Yeah, the garlic yeah, we... didn't come into play. Well, that, I think that's I think that's what you were saying, Chad. I think you're gonna it's gonna chase you and I think you would have used like the garlic at some point. That would have come into play. That we missed something. Yeah, what so I'm trying to think, like where we cause Dom, you said you flipped to a page where we were like strapped to a chair with him. Uh yeah. Uh it seemed to be from what I got from the illustration is that both you and the vampires are strapped in pilot chairs and you're heading toward uh a sun, probably. Huh, maybe we team <laughs> up with the, the vampire and he's like, Kill me. We have to explore this more on Camp Goosebuds. We have to I'm fine with that. I'm I think so. That. Uh huh. I think I think RL's really f- fucking broke my brain with adventure books because I'm kinda like I'm not disappointed, I'm proud of us, Paul, but I know, I know. I, I'm with you, Chad. I think that you're right. I think RL is like the Dark Souls of <laughs> or, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have to choose your own adventure book. Yeah, yeah. No, I tell you, he's. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He he fucks with your expectations. Yeah, and he really put, it makes you restart and go over and over again out of like till you learn the right pattern. Yeah, instead of just letting you follow logic and win. This is also. I think, listen, I think the pure idea of a vampire in space, uh-huh. we talked about this before when you first found that cover, Dom, is so goddamn great. It's so funny. <laughs> and and just that cover that we'll totally post on this episode, like, mm-hmm. is so silly. And then this book is like kind of a serious like sci-fi book in terms of like, just make a decision. You're a young child soldier for us. Right. Yeah, and- I mean, these kids are like the door, the ship's door is open. There's the sun behind the vampire as he's coming in at two children, and the children are not being sucked out of the door. <laughs> I hadn't thought. Wait, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. There's yeah. there's some hard sci-fi in the actual book itself, though. It's cool. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'm proud of us. 
Good job, Chad. I'm glad that our good Christian boys lived good through job, the whole Paul. adventure. Good job, Paul. Dom, thank you for being our dungeon master. You know, all that matters is winning, and we won and today, And we did boys. that. America, America, uh, I feel, America. I feel, I, feel, I feel pretty... Smoke them if you got I them. feel pretty bad, guys. I'll be honest. I feel pretty bad. No, don't. We're Americans. We, we rule everything. You'll redeem yourself on Camp Goosebuds. Speaking of Camp Goosebuds, hey... Uh, if you want to support this show, uh, if you enjoy it, uh, if you've listened to it in the past, you want to help keep the, the digital lights on, why don't you go to patreon.com slash goosebuds, where not only all these episodes are up, but we do special bonus episodes called Camp Goosebuds, where it's just us sitting around the campfire talking about real, real world stuff and uh, our biggest regrets. And our biggest regrets. If you ever said to yourself, I love Goosebuds, but I wish that there were one more of those a month, Camp Goosebuds is for you. Camp Goosebuds is for you. You got it. That's it. And in fact, we just did a special little watch along episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we watched an episode of the Goosebumps TV show. And Dom and I talked about it while we watched it. And it was a pretty fun time. Oh, ho. (laughs) Oh. That was that was my Tim Allen. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I thought so. I assume oh. that was your Tim oh, Allen oh. as a vampire. Uh huh. Oh, oh. Got to add a little hiss at the end. Oh. Yeah, that's him. That's him walking into a room and being slightly singed by the light. Yeah, there's like a little bit of sun coming in. It hit him a bit. Yeah, that's very much so. Um, but not only that, if you pledge to our <laughs> our Patreon, uh, you also get access to our cool Discord with a really awesome community of of dudes and dudettes who just like. You know, it's really supportive, really positive and supportive. It is. And I love going in there and talking to, to you uh, guys. As the our entire friends. time we were recording, the entire time we were recording this, they were trying to guess our pant sizes and then what monster we would be. It was a little distracting, but you know what? I love them. I love it. You should join that as well. Patreon.com slash goosebuds. Uh, what else, guys? What else? What else should we tell people about? Um, what's going on in your guys' lives? How about that? Uh, pretend friends are my uh, tabletop role playing game show is about to end it's almost <gasps> done the final the final episode will probably be out around when this comes out we're right about like maybe a week or two after it and we say it's about to end well the the season's about good to end. okay i wanted to throw that out there i love that show i'm gonna be sad to see the end of the story you guys dealing with this purple dude uh but it's been a great show uh I'm big thank fan. you thank you Chad. big big fan what about you dom I have uh what have I, what do I have I have I've work I'm working on so much I'm working on so much but I got new buttons <gasps> in my store at comfyjunior.com I just put them up today they were very difficult to take photos of because uh they're black buttons and they kept reflecting so i had to take a lot of photos and just get it just right but you got beautiful photos of them i got the beautiful photos i've got one button that's got this drawing of death that i did with this long tongue and i i really love the button there's some fun buttons on there guys comfyjunior.com plenty of stuff and all the money goes to me <laughs> dom dom lives dom lives an organic and responsible life that is fair trade and open source and and you will be supporting many other people but mostly dom also did you know that if you don't buy if dom doesn't sell all of the shirts and postcards and pins he has to eat them he has to eat them for yeah i have to eat them yeah please buy the buttons please buy the buttons they have sharp needles you have to hurry because dom's day of sadness is fast approaching hurry <laughs> it's the same day as good friday get get in there <laughs> 
<laughs> what about you, Chad? What are you up to? Uh, you know, I've uh, been working away on the in the old cartoon minds. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. but I've been uh, looking at maybe uh, getting some streaming going again. So if you want to yeah. uh, jump over to twitch.tv slash quantum theory, that's Q-U-A-N-D-T-U-M theory. Uh, we'll be playing some some couch games, possibly with friends. Maybe Dom, maybe you can, can swing by in person or Paul, you could jump in because I was watching you guys stream. Uh, uh vampire the masquerade vampire the masquerade a couple weeks ago that was a blast speaking of vampires uh they have that uh squad mode chad that you and i will have to try out perhaps oh on twitch you mean not in the not in the game no no in twitch now you and i could stream the same game what people could watch both of our screens what that's awesome good good job twitch I know. I don't know if it's just for Fortnite, because I think that's what it's for, but I, I'm i pretty sure we could maybe use it for another game. Yeah, we could use it for like some sort I of... I want to stream Yoshi's Island. I want to play the hell out of that. How about, do that as soon as how about we all stream Yoshi's, Yoshi's Island uh, next to each that's other, awesome. like one of those speedrunning competitions, but we don't... Oh, and all have our screens up? That's yeah, cool. but we don't even Stop try to rush it. We just enjoy our, our Yoshi's Island adventures and talk to each other. That sounds like a wonderful stream to me. Yeah. I like it. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, guys, also, if you want to reach out to us, you can follow us on email at goosebuds at gmail.com or on Twitter at goosebudspod. Uh, that's kind of, that's kind of the whole, that was just a cat. <laughs> that was a sad cat. You could talk to our cat. You can talk to our cat, Marvel, who's right here and real mad that I'm not feeding him. Uh, if you are a cat, just meow really loudly right now and we'll hear Hey, it. all the cats that subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for doing that, guys. Like, I know you're hanging out at your, ha- your your master's house, or maybe you're a cool street cat, but either way, you're finding a way to download this podcast, and that's pretty cool. All cats who are listening, download our podcast from your master's phones. Do it now. Download it multiple Do times. Do it. I think that's a Goosebuds. What do you say? We douse the fire, and we'll see everybody at the next camp, Goosebuds, and we'll talk some more about this book. It sounds real yes. good. I can't wait to talk about our Lord and Savior and save demonic souls. And save a vampire soul. Yep. Mm-hmm. I hope, I hope, I you know, I hope we he can get some redemption. All can be saved, Dom. All can be saved. Through him. Through him, with him, in him. Praise Jeebus. All right, I'll see Bye you guys him. next time. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>
Cameron Murphy Audio. Daniel Kalias. Kim Greaves. John Luke. Jared Mason. Martin A. Macias. Zang Keith. Natu Pearl Henderson. Joshua Lopez. The Ripple Productions. Jebs. Christopher Boyce. Afshin. Mickle Hearts Corn underscore. <laughs> Danke McStanke. Be Father Spookman. I'll keep the Jonas Blatterman. Jennifer Britton. Stephen Ghost Kisser Daniels. Victor. Brandon Rowdenbush. Aaron T. Strunk. No cute name, just the Mantis, Harry Bay. Only yeah. Mantis. Chris <laughs> Culver. Brian Wells. John Jimco. The Dragon Llama. Zentacles. Heath Robinson. Drew Applegate. Turtle Mancer. Michael Knight. I like that Michael Knight and the Turtle Mancer are next to each He's other. He's his knight. Know? He protects the Turtle Mancer. Aww. They're in a party. And then the, party. the other guard is. Sleepy Boy 69, who's always <laughs> sleeping on the job. Well, he's yeah. a druid who accidentally casts a sleep. Spell, oh, gotcha. So. He's trying to heal. Mm, I love that character. <laughs> you know who I also love is our good old advisor, Joe. Remember to save early and often, Scott. You need That's a good a great advi- advice. Yeah, you need That's a good advisor. Advice. Uh, Paul Grasso's little icon kind of looks like Chad. In, a little bit. Tiny. Sure. I mean, I don't want to insult Paul that way, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Fraser doesn't look like anyone but a but a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the default icon. They're I think foxes. So. Yeah. We're not making fun fox. of Walter Fraser, just for the record. Uh, no, Walter, you don't look like a fox or a mouse. What about John Keaty? You don't want to make fun of Walter Fraser because he sounds like he could be a boxer. Kramer is the next. <laughs> if he's related, <laughs> if he's related to any other boxer named Fraser, he has deadly hands. Aaron, deadly watching hands. you sleep, Dom. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Dirks. Becca McWilliams. Self Bates. Joseph Miranda, Slumlord Onions, Scott Colopy, Robert Moon, Alistair Perez, Patrick Reynolds, S, Third Sergio, Jason Crooker, Vincent Modica, Trent Davis, Luke Canoodles, Miguel Pardo, Tammy, Lam Bambino, David Lee Pretty, aka DL5, DL5. Just a pretty good dog overall, Christina Dowling, Clay Castle, Connor, see you in church. Gap. Cody Redfield. Matt, Professor Hoops, the Half Court Goblin <laughs> Bachelor. <laughs> the coolest, the coolest basketball Professor playing goblin. Hoops. <laughs> Professor Hoops. Professor Hoops the Goblin. Love him. Randy Hernandez. Trendy Moron. Tyler Penner. Maddie. Poyo Boyo. Ishak Arafin. Matthew Rieger. Ryan Melfi. Heidi Shanks. Gabe Chavez. Reinfected. The Puerto Rican Dream. Sniggenson Van Pickens. Also a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Young. Alan Saylor. Axel Rock. Kyle Billings. Sam Jizhash. <laughs> oh, oh, you. James Rowey. Mikey Jello. Shifty Swamps. Chosen One. Gregory D. Warren. Duvaldi. Jim K. That was not a Duvaldi. That was not a Vivaldi song in any way. It was maybe close to one, but it wasn't one. I'm frantically Googling Vivaldi. <laughs> Bradford Coulter. Jonas Eggman. Rich Hillborn. Aiden Deese. Or no, let me try again. Aiden Dice. Yeah. Dylan Bowen. Toothless. Barry the Whistler Bostowitz. 
Nathan Remick, Dan Henshaw, Joshua Jacobowitz, Justin Wagman, Ryan Shell, Matthew Literal, Cry Bricky, Levi Than, <laughs> Cardboard Walk, The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, Tommy, Archbishop of the Grand Breakfast Tabernacle Hoey, Tommy's my boy, Goblin Library. We got a lot of goblin, goblin stuff going on here. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Too. Eric LeBaron. Reed Steubendike. Rug. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Villanueva. Up and Champ. Joey Evans. Alicia Grafe. Nick V. Big Bo on the beat. That's a reporter goblin. <laughs> so Lezo, that's the that's the scandal celebrity gossip goblin. <laughs> Slick ass goblin, a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> so Lezo's written a goddamn hit piece on me again, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> James Hudson. Anthony Kuwabara. Malicious. Carl Kleinasser. Senpai Gods. Carewise Gamgee. Brock Graham. Yanni Markovina. Hugh Bolin. Joe. Frank V. Elusive Koala. Jessica Zeibel. Cameron Hansen. Blake Alvarez. It ain't easy being swaggy. YOLO Squire. <laughs> Get Slankia, B. Paul's Christmas Sock. Is that from that, that video that we did a long time ago? We shot at your house and I said, Paul Stocking. Maybe. I don't, you know, Maybe. I don't know. Paul's Christmas Stock, if you'd like to weigh in and let us know what your name is referenced or, to. Yeah, communicate by changing your name to us. Not sending us a message or anything. Just... Yeah, change it as a message for the next recording. That's a great idea, Chad. But keep it short. Christian Van Skeever. Chase Neiman. Generally depressing. Oh. Etonomore. Boney. Brooke X. Brooke X is so cool. Boss Skeleton. <laughs> Corey Shelley. Joe. Hark and Kill Cat Rule 34 <laughs> Creator. Huh. There's a Pretend Friends reference, a deep okay. one with a Hark reference. Okay. All right. Sure. I was wondering. Hey. Okay. Yeah. I think Hark would kiss Kill Cat. I think that's No, great. I'm just trying to think about like tops and bottoms, but totally. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Sure. I, I couldn't tell you. I think Kill Cat's the top, though. Yes, probably right. Paul. Uh, it's you, Paul. Oh, it's me. Sorry. Beezus Christ. Low belly hate me. Jeremy Lowe. Zach Connor. Rocky Raccoon. Yeah, yeah. Pallet Town Champ. Adam Norton. Anxious Serve. Avery Whitney. Carter Glass. Christopher Dunn. Valhalla Black. Mr. Funny Scream. Oh. Boss Garretson. That's a great name. Yeah, it is a very good one. It feels good to say. Jackie Ledoux. That's also a good one. Fuck, that's a great name. Yeah, that's a great one. Well, now I have to say this name's also great. It is great, but I, I, listen, Foolish for Deborah, I want you to know your name is great. Dan? Always a back pocket name that I like. Dan, Cla I love it. Classic Dan. Chris Pittman. Jordan Lockwood. Dylan Eads. Emma be drinking Blue Icy. Ooh, I love a Blue Icy. It's my favorite one. <laughs> and Noah August. Thank you all so very much. Thank, thank you, guys. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank love you. you. Thank you. Love all of your names. I love all of them. I do. Some more than others, but all of them I love. <laughs> <laughs>